Hello, mama. I hope you are having a glorious day. I'm having a good one over here. Definitely chaotic, but also sweet. Uh, we had some friends over and she has three kids as well. And so when we put our kids together, there's six of them and it just, it really is pure chaos. Um, but, <laughs> but we like get, you know, 30 second conversations, uh, in here and there. So it's all worth it. <laughs> And the kids have a good time and it's just kind of good to invite someone into the chaos. So that's my encouragement to you today. If you are struggling with chaos in your home, invite someone else into it. Even if it, the chaos maybe gets worse, it's, it's, uh, it's important to have company in that chaos. So <laughs> anyways, I'm feeling, feeling good and a little bit exhausted, but, uh, well worth it. So I hope your day's going just as well. I think I'm also feeling encouraged because we're just wrapping up, uh, the giveaway, uh, while I'm recording this, there's like one day left and I've just been getting in some of the reviews that you all have sent. And it really just encourages my heart so much to just to hear how God is using this. You know, I, I know I shared this before, but just, you know, I sit behind the microphone and, um, I trust that God is doing something and I see the numbers come in of how many downloads and that's encouraging but I don't always get to hear the stories of what God is doing. And so it's just kind of this act of faith as I sit here and talk to myself, <laughs> knowing that I'm talking to you, but I don't get to see your face and I don't get to hear your stories all the time, a little bit in the Facebook group, but, um, I just love getting a moment to just hear that and, and know what this impact, how the, how this is impacting your life, because it just reminds me that it's all worth it and that God is in this and that he has, um, put me here for a reason and put you here for a reason and that he is up to something. So thank you for all of you that have taken the time to leave reviews. It just means the world to me. Um, if you haven't done it by the time you hear this, it's too late for the giveaway, but I still would love to read your reviews over on Apple podcast. It, it really means so much to me. Um, so thank you all for taking the time to do that. And you don't have to write a whole paragraph. I've gotten some paragraphs in that I'm like bawling over and they're <laughs> amazing, but even just a sentence or two really also means so much to me. So thank Thank you in advance for that. Um, and I'm just so excited to dive into the topic today. If you've clicked on the episode, um, hopefully I've titled it well enough to entice you. My uh, fear is that um, as a mom in the middle of your motherhood, you are not going to feel like you have the time for this conversation, the time to talk about healing and what that looks like. And I know you're, you know, listening to the morning, morning mama podcast and like my, my key phrase is wake up to healing. So I know you're open to that idea, but you know, today we're going to kind of go in a little bit deeper just to kind of slow down for a minute and understand like, what does healing mean? Signs you need to heal, how you heal, all of those kind of things. And I know in the middle of motherhood, it can feel like there's not time for this. Like I just need the practical. I need the how to, the let's go, the like steps one, two, and three so that I can just get through my day steps four, five, and six, so I can get my kids to listen. And I get it. Like I know that feeling. And when I listen to podcasts, I can easily fall into that too. But I also think it's important that we don't always just have like the one, two, three practicals. Um, and I do hope to give you some practical, uh, key moments in here, but it is all tied into a deeper reality. That is that for many of us, we need to do some, some slowed down work 
some work that doesn't involve a one, two, three, but it goes into the depths of your heart and of your life and to really uncover like what is beneath all of the behaviors that you've been frustrated by that, why you keep yelling at your kids, why you can't stop worrying, why you struggle to get out of bed in the morning and and are just uh, not enjoying the season at all. And underneath all of that, sure, it's, it's the reality of like just the pouring out and pouring out and pouring out with the kids and, you know, the reality of living with little sinners that you're trying to raise up and our identity gets caught up in that and we can take it too personally when they mess up and there's so much there, right? But underneath all of it is something inside of you. And if if you were truly whole, if you truly didn't have any kind of uh, pain or uh, hard moments or any, if, if your identity was truly firmly based in God and who God says you were, then you wouldn't be as reactive to all of these moments. Uh, you wouldn't be getting triggered all of the time. And so underneath all of it is something deeper that we need to take some time to explore. And so I'm excited to go and just do this little mini series with you to help those of you that have the courage uh, to slow down for a minute and the patience to go there, even in this season, because ultimately we can only take our kids as far as we go. And so if you want your kids to to be whole and healthy and and to be comfortable with emotions and to just know how to go deep, then you got to do that work too, mama. And it's well worth it. Even if your kids weren't involved, it's worth it for you to do it. But I know sometimes we see things through the lens of like, well, will it bless other people? Will it bless my kids? Will it bless my family? Because I feel too selfish to do it for myself. And so if you're one of those people I'm here to tell you that, yeah, it will. Like the best thing you can do for your kids is heal yourself because you're going to show up as a different person when you heal yourself. So if you're one of those people, be encouraged. Like this work is for them, but yeah, you're worth it on your own too. But that's a whole other, a whole other story that I can talk you into another time. Um, but for now, let's jump in. I'm excited to go here. I hope you uh, have your courage shoes on. That's, that's going to be anything. Courage shoes. Because <laughs> we're going to go a little deep today. Let's go. Welcome to the Morning Mama Podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. All right, Mama. I know I'm excited to be here. I don't know if you are. I know the topic of healing can make a lot of people kind of squirmy. Uh, They don't want to face that stuff. The feelings are uncomfortable. The past is uncomfortable. Um, It's, you know, that like what I talked about before, you don't feel like you have time for it. There's so many barriers that can come up when we talk about healing. And so I'm excited because I've just seen what God has done as I have had the courage to heal and go deep and and helped other people to step into that. And I've just seen what God does when we do that. And it's just incredible. And there's so much freedom that comes from it. And like we're going to talk about, like healing is a lifelong journey. But when we really just just go for it, there will be some miraculous uh, moments along the way and and big wins that you find and and things that change that you, you thought would never change. And so 
I just want to kind of go there with you today and, and help you kind of understand, um, you know, I'm, I'm speaking to those of you that you're kind of not sure. You're not sure if you need to do healing work. First of all, you're not sure like, Oh, I mean, my childhood was like pretty fine and didn't really face a lot of other things. Like, do I really need to do healing work? I, I don't know. What is even healing work? Right? So I'm talking to those of you that feel that way. I'm talking to those of you that aren't sure if you're ready to do it. If you don't have the time talking to those of you that you're, you're trying to figure out like, um, what that even means. Like, I think I'm good. Like I, I have my one, two, three set. So do I really need to, to go deep? And I am here to tell you that I do believe that all of us do need to take that journey deeper inside of us and that it will bless every part of our lives and that God's going to expand our life through that healing process. And he wants to heal us. But if we don't allow him into those dark spaces that maybe we've had closed off for a long time, then he's not going to be able to do his work. He needs an invitation from us to go there. He's a gentleman and isn't going to to force it upon you. And so you need to have that courage to open that door and say, okay, God, this is yours. Like whatever you have for me, whatever you want to do, I, I accept it and I'm ready. And, you know, I think this had become a pattern in my life um, through, you know, I guess, college years, I think is when I kind of started maybe a post-college, I guess, um, I started kind of going there and letting myself feel the things and letting myself think the things and letting myself process the things until it just became like a habit. And so that's like why, when, you know, I, I talk about it often, you know, I had a miscarriage and that's what started all of this started morning mama because of what God, God did through that. But my, my knee jerk reaction, when that came up, was not to hide, was not to run away, was not to numb out, but it was to face it head on and to let God into that and to let God heal it and let God redeem it. And as you can see, like, that's why you're here with me right now. And so God did the miraculous through that. And so that's what I want to help you kind of be ready for that kind of a journey, to go on a healing journey and have that courage to really go there. And I know if you've started at, you know, the very beginning of these podcasts, that's kind of what I talked about initially is going on this healing journey. But I know not all of you have gone back that far. And then even if you have, maybe you, you know, you kind of took the podcasts in and you, you let those do their work and that's amazing and that took courage and that's incredible, but there's also more, right? Like there's, there's also more than just what you can discover on a podcast and you know, maybe you've toyed with the idea of going to therapy or joining the academy or doing some like pastoral counseling or whatever, whatever you have in your world. And you just aren't sure if you're ready for that. Like podcast is safe, right? Like 30 minutes or less, at least I try. Sometimes I fail at that, but (laughs) all right, 30 minutes or less, like we can only go so deep in that time. And so it's been like a nice, safe, like a dip your toe in the water kind of moment, which is a good start, but I want to take you a little deeper. So today I'm going to start talking to you just like about what does healing even mean? And this is something I've been really thinking about a lot lately. Um, I've been kind of dreaming about some, some things I can do in the church. And uh, I was starting with this question of like, what does healing mean? What does the Bible say about healing? And I'm still kind of digging into all of that. Um, but I have a little bit to share with you today on that. 
And then I'm going to go through some signs that you need to heal. So this is going to help you identify if, yeah, I need to take some more steps of healing. And maybe you kind of already know it, but you're maybe a little in denial or you're trying to like not go there, trying to get yourself out of it. So I'm Hopefully I can help you kind of face it and just know that it's time. Um, we're going to talk about why take the time to heal, right? Like, like I keep saying in this season, we don't feel like we have the time. We don't have the capacity and you know, maybe that's true in a season with a newborn, but you can't just let that excuse continue through all of your children's childhood because that kind of goes on for a long time. It is short. It goes by fast. However, uh, that's like years and years, right? And so we can't allow that excuse to just dictate the next 10 years of our life, 20 years of our life, 30 years of our life. It's time to, to kind of say, no, like I, I need to carve this out. It is that important. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what it means to heal, how you heal, ways to heal all of the healing things. So I am excited to share that with you. I keep saying that. Um, you're probably not feeling excited right now, and that's okay. Okay, let's start with what does healing mean? So I think I shared with some of you that I recently got the Logos software. It's like that Bible software, if you haven't heard of it, and it just like helps you dive deeply into the Bible, and there's all kinds of commentaries available. It's really easily accessible. You can look up verses based on keywords and it's just, it's just amazing. And I'm just learning how to use it. So I'm sure there's much more to come on, uh, from logos, but I was looking into what does healing mean? And, um, you know, there was a few definitions, but it mostly kind of conjoined in, um, the word, I don't know how to pronounce this. I'm sure there's a feature in logos that like pronounces things for you in Hebrew and Greek, (laughs) but I haven't figured that out yet. So this is from Hebrew and it's the word, we'll call it Rapa. Rapa. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go with that. Um, (laughs) and, um, you know, there's other versions of the word healing in the Bible, but most of them kind of, kind of fall under this Rapa definition. And the definition of this word is, um, to heal. And it says a process of restoration to a state of well being or wholeness. So I'll say that again, a process of restoration to a state of well being or wholeness. And I love that so much. First of all, just the restoration part, right? That's restoration theory is what, uh, we, I use in my coaching and the Academy. I used it as a therapist. Um, I dive deeply into it in episodes 15 through 20. If you want to go back and listen and go, go into that, but it is a, uh, Oh, therapy that one of my professors created based on God's word. And it's just truly incredible. Um, and so many different aspects, but I love that, you know, this is what it looks like to heal. It's a process of restoration. And then this idea of wholeness, I love that. Like, this is what we're aiming to move towards wholeness in every way, right? Spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally, like this is what God desires of us. He wants us to be whole. And I was kind of reflecting as I'm kind of doing some work for church, um, on, on this idea of healing. And I was thinking about, okay, like what are the things that get in the way of us being whole? Like, why do we need to do the healing? What are the, what are the aspects that kind of come up? And I came up with, um, let me pull up my notes. It's from a different part. I wasn't planning to share this, but I just thought it was interesting as I kind of begin dissecting it. Um, so it, I think it all comes from one, I think it's four. We'll see four different things that happen. So first of all, 
the things that steal from our wholeness, right? Because God created us to be whole. He created us to live in that. But when we chose sin, when we chose rebellion instead of his way, that is when we became broken and fragmented and we lost that wholeness. And so I was trying to identify like, what are the different things that contribute to us lacking that wholeness? The first of all that I, I, the one I have is sin in the world. Uh, it contributes to the deterioration of our bodies. So this is like the parts of our body that are broken, right? That there's cancer, there's, um, mental health things that start in our brain, right? There is absolutely, um, thinking patterns that can contribute to where we're at mentally. But sometimes there is actually something like with the, um, what you call it, <laughs> like the parts of our brain that are broken. Right. Um, and then any other sickness in our body. So the sin in the world, because sin entered the world, that's when sickness came into the world. That's when sickness came into our bodies and our brains. And so some of our lack of healing comes from that. Okay. Another part of, uh, what, deteriorates our wholeness is being impacted by the sin of others. So this is something that I think a lot of us think about often is the trauma that we've walked through because of someone else's sin, because of abandonment, because of, um, you know, extreme sin in the world. Like, um, I don't even want to throw out just extreme words cause we don't need to be remembering all of the extremes, but just the sin of others. Like we know, right. The sin of our parents, the sin of other people in the world that have wounded us. That is one of the ways that our wholeness is deteriorated. Um, another way is being impacted by our own sin. So when we sin, it harms us that it creates, it comes from a wound that got created in us when we were little, but it also, is because we are sinful in nature after the fall. And so when we sin, it also creates deeper wounds inside of us um, as well as inside of others. Um, and then another one is being impacted by the sin of the culture or our physical surroundings. So, you know, the beliefs of culture and, and how they, um, you know, the, the way that they look at things, the way that they say things, and, and that can deteriorate our perspective, which is going to impact our, our health, our mental health. Um, and then finally, of course, there's demonic attacks um, that we move away from God's intended state of wholeness. Um, so yeah, sometimes there's also just spirit in the spiritual realm, demonic forces that are trying to harm us and do cause harm to us at times. So all that to say, I know that's like a lot of information, but I just thought it was interesting to like kind of summarize it in that the sin of the world, the sin of others, our own sin, um, the sin of the culture and then demonic attacks. And that are, those are the things that come together to steal from us this wholeness that God intended for us to have. And so that's important to think about because as we're looking to move towards wholeness, we need to kind of tackle all of those different areas. We need to look at, um, making sure that our perspectives are aligned with God's word and not the world. Because if we have perspectives aligned with God's word, that's going to create confusion in us. That's going to, that's going to steal peace from us. Right? So that's part of it. We need to heal from the sin that other people put on us. We need to make sure we've forgiven them. We need to sometimes work through trauma, process all of that. We need to work through our own sin, right? And so we, we talk about these things because those are all targets that we need to look at as we're trying to move through this healing journey and to move towards wholeness. So, um, 
Yeah, like I said, all of the other words um, in the Bible mostly point to similar variations of this definition. And so this is kind of the primary definition in the Bible. Uh, the overall picture of healing in the Bible is one of restoration. Um, and, you know, another thing to think about too, I keep talking about this healing journey and I say like, you know, we're not going to be fully healed until we get to heaven. And that's true. It's, but we also live in this weird in-between time where we are already fully healed because Jesus died on the cross for us and, and by his stripes, we are healed. So that healing is already ours. It's already been spoken into existence. It's already available to us. And yet we won't see the, the culmination of that until we get to heaven, because we do live in a sinful, broken world. Our bodies are deteriorating. And so it's, it's, we live in this in-between where it's both now and to come. And so that's also something to think about as you're, you're going on this healing journey. It's not going to look perfect, but we also need to stand in the authority that we have as children of God and that Jesus died for not just our sins, but our healing. Um, that's like by his stripes, we are healed. So it's, it's for our sins, but it's also for our healing. And so these are just things that you need to think about as you are going down this healing journey. Okay. I'm going to jump into some signs that you need to heal. And so I want you to put your ears on your vulnerable or your courage shoes. We're going to go back to the courage shoes, (laughs) put your courage shoes on and really just listen authentically to hear like, do you see yourself in some of this? Uh, what does that look like for you? Okay. So here we go. Um, first sign that you need to heal is when you think of your past, you avoid it. You feel shame. You become dysregulated. You try and numb out. So if this is you, um, if you think about your past and you think about maybe your childhood, maybe your mistakes in high school or college, wherever it is, if when you think about it, you feel off, like you get dysregulated and you just like are anxious and unsettled. You just aren't sure what to do. You want to go and numb out by TV, alcohol, like whatever it is, your form of numbing. If when you think of your past, all of those things happen, or even if, even if you feel shame still, then that is a sign that you need to heal. Now, maybe some of you made some mistakes that, that lead to kind of, um, healthy shame. Now I don't believe shame is from God, but I think shame and guilt can be so intertwined and it gets complicated. And I do believe that when we choose sin, we choose uh, a, a pathway away from God. It's going to create a, uh, an identity that is false. We're going to believe lies about ourselves. And so while God doesn't intend for us, he doesn't want for us to believe those lies. That's a natural consequence of us choosing that sin. And essentially that's what shame is, is believing that's who you are. And so when, when we look at those choices, it can be natural to feel that shame because it's, it's apart from God. And there is some, some healthy guilt as well that comes from that. But when we do the healing work, we need to work through that so that we look back and we can say, Oh yeah, I regret that. Like I would not choose that again. And I hate that I hurt people through that. And it's, it's ugly and there's a, there's a weight to it, but I don't feel shame anymore because God has renewed my identity. He has taken that old lie that came as a result of that sin. And he has cast it away 
and spoken truth to me and I have received that truth and I now believe that truth and I know that I am washed clean by the blood of Jesus and I walk in that identity as a healed, redeemed, restored, forgiven child of God. So there can be a natural discomfort to looking back and seeing the ways, the things you chose and, and how that hurt yourself and others. Like that's, it's, it's normal to feel maybe a weight there, but the shame is a sign that you need to do some healing work because that's what God wants to speak to you is that you are free from that. That is not who you are, daughter. And so he, he wants to do that inside of you. But in order for you to receive that, you've got to allow him into those spaces. So that's the first sign I want you to think about is if your past makes you uncomfortable to a really deep degree that, that you try to avoid it or you uh, just lack peace after thinking about it. Now, we don't need to like think about our past all the time, but there's going to be memories that pop up, right? There's going to be times that that we recall what happened. And um, we're going to talk about this soon, but ultimately, like when we really do this healing work, we should be able to talk about those things that happened because it's going to tell a story of the goodness of God. And we want to get to that place. That's what healing ultimately, that's the place healing will ultimately bring us is that when we do the work deep enough, and long enough, we're going to talk about those areas and, and be able to point to the goodness of God. Like, look what God saved me from. Look at who he is. I made these horrible mistakes, but my God pulled me out of the pit and he set my feet on a firm foundation. Look how good he is. And so if you can't do that yet, your work is not done yet. And it might be time to do some deeper work. Okay. God, God is so good. And that's, yeah, that's one of the beauties of this healing work is that redemptive peace. We're going to talk more about it. I just get so excited. I want to talk about it now, but okay. That's the first one. Okay. Number two, you, a sign that you need to heal is you are extremely reactive to your kids or your spouse or your family or others. When I say reactive, you know, the first thing I think we think of is anger. So absolutely, if anger is like so near to you, so fresh, like so on the tip of your tongue that every little misbehavior, accident, um, going too slow, whatever it is, just triggers you and you explode or get frustrated or raise your voice or whatever that looks like, like absolutely that. Um, but also, you know, um, when I talk about reactive, it's also other kind of other kinds of unhealthy reactions, like withdrawing, like, um, you know, if you, when you face something that's a little bit uncomfortable, do you just go and avoid, do you go in the other room? Do you shut down emotionally? Do you withdraw and just try and get away from everyone either uh, physically or emotionally? Um, also, you know, maybe for you, your reaction is having unhealthy boundaries. So maybe you, when you are with someone, you're overly people pleasing and you're just trying to, you live in this kind of state where you're, you are just always trying to perform and show people and prove to people that you're good enough. And you feel like you can never let go of that when you're around others. Like you're just always in that state where you're in this performance mode and trying to show everyone that you are more than enough. Um, and it also could be avoidance, right? If, if you are in a little bit of conflict with your spouse and maybe it's just even healthy conflict, like just 
a, a different perspective on something, which is a normal thing to happen in a marriage. In fact, it's healthy because we're two different humans trying to come together. And so when that arises for you, if you avoid it and just don't want to talk about it and don't talk about it, like you actually avoid it, um, then that might be a sign that you need to do some healing work. And, you know, we talk about like, oh, going deep and trauma and, uh, yeah, sometimes it's that, but ultimately like whether it's big T trauma or some little stuff that happened in your childhood, like we all have stuff to work through. We all have, um, different things that we learned the wrong way, right? Like maybe one of your parents was an avoider and you watched them do that. And that's what, what made sense. Maybe both of your parents were avoiders. And so that's how you guys handled conflict in your family is just everyone went separate directions and didn't talk about the thing that really needed to be talked about. And so that's what you learned. And now you've taken that into your marriage and it's not working for you. Um, or maybe you have the same marriage as your parents, which is not everything that it could be. Even if you look at their marriage and you're like, wow, they were together for so long and it's, it's great. An avoidant marriage is not a fully healthy God-centered marriage because we need to address things. We need, we're, we're going to lack intimacy if we just walk on eggshells or, um, just, like focus on the areas where we don't have any disagreements. Um, it's not going to be all that it can be. We're not fully becoming one because we're just keeping our own thoughts and opinions to ourselves. Obviously there's a place to sacrifice and to come together and figure out what an us decision is. However, avoidance is not that avoidance is not actually talking about the thing. And so if you are any of those things, anger, withdraw, avoidance, overly people pleasing. Those are all signs that you need to do some healing work. And, um, when I say healing work, it sometimes is just like understanding how, what happened in your family wasn't perfect and kind of admitting that and looking at how it impacted you today and how it helped, how it created patterns inside of you. And it doesn't always mean like we're facing big trauma and doing this big, big thing. And, you know, in fact, when I talk about the Academy and the, the Healed Mama Academy, and that's not a great place for like really deep, big trauma where you're just, um, you're struggling with PTSD and you're in deep depression and you're having suicidal thoughts. Like you absolutely need to do some healing work if that is you. Um, and I recommend a in-person therapist to do that with someone that's trained, a Christian that's going to point you to God as they work through that. We're going to talk about like who to go to and how to find the right one. But the Healed Mama Academy is actually for someone kind of in the second category where it's maybe smaller things, or maybe there's some big things, but you've done some work to process that and it's not as fresh and big where you're going to get triggered and need like a lot of intensive support, um, which I would love to give you, but you know, being far away from you, I'm not able to do that. This is a coaching program, not a therapy program. Um, but all that to say, <laughs> I just want to uh, kind of give a picture for what that looks like in the Healed Mama Academy. Anyone comes in and, you know, my childhood was not like big T traumatic. I had two parents that stayed together and are still together and they followed God. And while our home wasn't perfect, it, it wasn't overly traumatic. Um, but there's things that were hard, just like there's going to be things that are hard for our kids to process. And so I have done a lot of work to process all of that and understand it and work through my feelings and, and, 
Uh, you know, it's something I'm continuing to do all the time. And so that's the journey I want to take you on is looking into what happened, help you understand, get a, a picture of, of God and, and how he planned you out and how maybe what happened doesn't fully align with God's plan for you and how that might've impacted you. And so we help you journey through all of this. So both of these things, if, if you're feeling shame and and you can't look at your past, if you are really reactive, these are all things that we work on in the Academy. And so, um, just as a reminder right now, we have $200 off, uh, entering the Academy. And so I would love to see you over there. If this is you, this is your moment to go deeper, to do some work, to let God into those areas that you have closed off to him and have not allowed him to redeem, to help you understand why you keep reacting in the way that you do and you keep yelling and you keep worrying and you keep avoiding and all those things. I want to help you know how to stop, help you know why you're doing it. And so I invite you to come apply for the Academy. And if you haven't heard me talk about it, it is a a wonderful process. There's a bunch of videos and worksheets that you work through at your own pace. And then you have access to uh, a group coaching for up to an entire year, where you can hop on those calls when you're available and when you have questions and do that at your own pace, your own timing. And I get to have my eyes into your world and help you work through all the things that are going on. And I walk you through restoration theory and I help you apply into all the different areas of your life. And then we wrap up by helping you step into purpose, which is that redemptive piece. That's that piece I always get so excited about where God wants to take the very worst things in your life and turn them into the very best things. And so I help you walk through that whole process of really dealing with your past, uh, crafting a healthy present where you invite him into all of the different relationships and areas of your life, and then stepping into a future where you get to walk in purpose and calling and redeem all of those old parts that you wanted to hide before. So I hope that you'll join me. I am so excited. $200 off right now. Don't delay. And I need to figure out what the ending date is. I don't have it in front of me, but it's not going to be on for too long. So make sure you go and apply right now. You can find out more information at morningmamaacademy.gr8.com, morningmamaacademy.gr8 as in the number 8.com, or you can find the link in the show notes or the Facebook group. And yeah, I just hope that you'll join me on that journey. But those are just the first two kind of ways that you can tell that you need to heal. And like I said, like that's the academy. And I will talk more about going into therapy um, towards the end of this mini series so that you know kind of what to look for in a therapist and and how to do that. Um, But we're going to go into the next episode into some more signs that you need to heal. I have quite a few more here for you. Um, You know, no no one is getting left out here. I've tried to get all of them down. So let me just pray for you as we close. And I can't wait to continue this series with you as you just put on your courage shoes. I'm going to keep using that and, uh, try and go deeper and let God into those spaces that you have left him out of. Um, God, I thank you for every mama that's listening. God, I thank you for just bringing her to this place and the work that you want to do inside of her. God, I know it's not a mistake that she's here. And so God, I just pray that you would help her to have courage as she looks to the past and looks at the 
the failings of people around her and herself and um, just help her to know what next steps she has for healing God, whether that's therapy or the academy or um, leaning into a pastor, whatever that is. God, just make it so clear to her. Help her to have those that courage and the tenacity to take those steps, God, to know that she's made for more, God, and that she shouldn't just sit back and let all of these things affect her, God, but that she could stand in your truth, in your freedom, God, that you call her to and that by your stripes she is healed, Lord. And so we just call call and um, by the name of Jesus, we call healing and speak healing over everyone that's listening. God, we thank you that you have that available to us, God. And um, we thank you for the work you're doing even here right now. God, you're so good. And we love you so much. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Love you, mama. If you've found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.